How do we start this thing? Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Matt and Becca. Maybe. I like it. Maybe. But I think it should start with a good old thunderclap. Just so Blitz gets hyped, we get hyped. This is going to be a disaster. I have coffee up here. Worth it. Let's get a thunderclap on three, thunderclap on three. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> there we go, buddy. That's how we get hype. This the morning. first ever No Regrets podcast. And why is it called No Regrets? Because we live out here with no regrets. That means you better say whatever you want and do whatever you want. I can right, say Blitz? anything I want. You can say anything you want. Let's try not to edit this thing too much, though. But... We this, are excited, right? Yes, very excited. Um, this morning, with the the midline work at the end of class, we did thunder abs on three. Oh, that's the we way. We gave to ourselves do it. an ab. That's the way to do it. Got our abs hyped for all the hollowing and v upping. Thunder abs. We've done thunder legs. There you go, Blitz. That's a good spot. So yeah, welcome to the first podcast. We have some direction with this. But just like anything else that I kind of go about in life, like it's got some direction, but it's also got a healthy dose of spontaneity, do whatever you want in the moment, and live with no regrets. So let's start off with just what's been going on this week. Have you had a good week? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for your answer. I mean, I wasn't expecting that question right off the top. Just that was a hard about. question, guys. Uh, yes, it's been an amazing week at the gym here at Bolt. I literally told you to write down the things we did this week okay. so you could talk about them. Well, I guess since last, the end of last, since it's been a Thursday, so a full week, is we did Murph on Saturday. Had a big, awesome crowd here for Murph, even the week afterwards. That was cool. I will say, I gave, I gave our folks a little email, and you see all this stuff all the time, like online, like don't do push-ups like this, don't do squats like this. Guys, my team, my bolters, I was very proud. I can freaking hate coaching some Murph because it just dev can get devolve into like, I don't know, insanity as far as how we're moving. But I, I was really impressed. Everyone did a great job of holding the standards, and I kind of put that out there in the email. Hey, it's not about going fast. Like, we'll scale appropriately, but we're going to hold the standards. And I thought, really good, solid push-ups, squats. I liked it. So it was an enjoyable. Thanks, guys, for making my job and life more enjoyable on Saturday. Thank you. <laughs> So that I was like, Murph for me. What did you, you did Murph. I didn't I like do how Murph. we started that. This year, like, I loved it and I was laughing so hard because for some reason this year I heard way too much, like, I heard someone say, like, they were so sore from Murph. They were like, oh, dang it, stupid Murph. And I'm, like, laughing because I know it's out of, like, good heart and, like, what people are doing and, like, how you were just saying, like, it's rough coaching Murph. But it's like the bigger reason we're doing Murph is like bigger than CrossFit is just itself and everything. But it's just funny to hear people being like dreading doing this workout. But at the same time, you know, that's that's CrossFit in a nutshell. You kind of dread yes. doing those workouts and then you go and do them. And then they're a lot of fun and you have great stories to tell. But no. Well, you did Murph. I didn't do Murph. So. I did Murph. 
I couldn't help myself. Like last year, I actually didn't do it last year for the first time uh, because we ended up having to get ready for games training. So this year, I was like, hey, we got a long off season. I couldn't help myself. I wanted to jump in with the crew. And you set up a fun running path for us. We ran right past 7-Eleven. It was a lot of temptation to stop and get a Slurpee along the way, but we didn't, we didn't do didn't that. Didn't you have a dream about that or something? Man, I have that written on <laughs> my list okay, sorry. of like the weirdest dreams I've had this week. So we'll, we'll get into that. But training has been really good. I will say coaching has been really good. And I think for me, like you can probably feel, feel very similar. I, I would think you'd feel very similar. Leading up to semifinals, like, my brain was running a million miles about an two hour. weeks out you kind of check out like you're taking care of people you're doing your thing around here but it's definitely your yeah your your mental energy is not is as a coach or support staff or athlete you're not you're not tuned into the same way you normally yeah are. i mean i i was getting frustrated with myself with just like coaching and everything i was uh i was like i know i can I have very high standards when it comes to my coaching, just like I do in my training. It's just we were so focused on training and leading up to semifinals. I just felt like I wasn't coaching at my very best. So jumping back into this week, I was like, yeah, we on point. These My coaching, feel, I'm like, have a little been a little bit more well-rested going in into the classes. So I've been like running around, bringing more energy into the classes. And that that's super fun, like, like, I love coaching just as much as I love training. So it's been a great training week, great coaching week, and I've been in the classes where it all started. So yeah. I love it. I think that's a good, just a little dovetail on that concept for other co people that coach or coaches. And I'm so guilty of this, is l letting yourself recharge or setting yourself up in a schedule to where you're not just getting um, – over coaching too much or you're balancing so many other things to where your coaching suffers like um i guess the point is is if you can balance that or you know maybe take a day off or do a little bit less but when you come in and coach you're like you're 100 percent you that is so much more yeah, valuable to the it feels good to you but it feels good to the, the athletes yeah. and the members they can all tell it too like when you when you like just are in there motivated to go versus I've coached four classes today already and I'm just doing still doing my best but I don't have that quite that edge that you have when you come in fresh or on your first class of the day so yeah so that's been good uh I also wrote down that um it's been a weird weird guys what's wrong with y'all weird social media week for me like every now and then I'll get one of these weird weeks where I mean don't get me wrong I post things that invite all of the weirdness, but it's a different level of weirdness when like comments are just not making sense. You post or, weird like, things. Like what? <laughs> no, but these like comments are just like I'm happy. I mean, to, maybe like, if you spent more time training instead of being on Instagram. You're right. You know, what kind of athlete could you be? You're right. You're right. It but the comments have been super weird, like making me like uh think a little bit more about what I just posted and everything and like I don't know if it's it's just the, the feels this week I guess you guys are feeling a little bit weird this week too this morning I woke up and someone had left me a message are you not even a are you dominatrix and I go <laughs> negative but 
you guys don't know me. You guys don't know me. Um, things like that. I got sent like some some happy animal videos, and I'm like, a lot of people know I like animal. I like love animals, but I'm like, I haven't. This week, people have just been sending me the cutest animal reels, but. I'm always down for those, if you guys want those. And, oh no, it's been weird, to say the least. Other than that, I don't, do you have anything else you wrote down for the week? Blitz, craziness with Blitz. Monday mornings is usually like his favorite day because he's stuck not at the gym on Sunday. But he was had an issue. He ate something, you know, about once every month, Blitz eats something and you can just tell like, you just know when it happens because he's usually like raring to go or happy running around. He just like kind of just like one, like just flops in front of the fan. It's just not himself for a day. But Blitz had a rough Monday. Guys. He didn't recover from Murph and he ate a sock or something. And well, that's the funniest thing about. That's the funniest thing about our lives with Blitz, right? Is when something like that happens, we're like going investigate the throw up, which is disgusting. Uh, but I'm like, what, what did he get into this time? It used to be the trash, and I used to get, I, when we first got that new trash can, guys, we have like a giant trash can in the front of the it's gym. Blitzproof. It's blitzproof. That's why I got it. Yeah. I like gave you a lot of crap in my head and outside of my head, more or less in my head. I was like, I hate this giant trash can thing that we have in the front of the gym now, but it is blitzproof because he used to just live in that trash can. Like it was getting so ridiculous. Like we, could, we couldn't keep him out of the Dang. trash can, but we were like investigating the throw up and I could not tell what it was. We're assuming it's a sock. So I thought he was past his sock stage, but. And the last thing I had about the week, okay. we're painting, we're doing a building out our home gym our garage gym, and we're trying to figure out what to paint the, on the wall. Yeah. So if you guys have any we need you ideas, guys we need yeah, you guys give us some ideas. We're coming up with some cool ideas. Um, we're looking at some bolt stuff or maybe some other stuff, but any ideas, let us know. Yeah. You know me. I like to get all artsy, and it's, it's going to be a fun project to just build out the home gym. So... That'll be cool for us, but I do want to put some awesome artwork on the wall so we can do some shooting from at home. Like, it's not going to be quite like this, I don't think. This is beautiful and quite the backdrop, but we'll definitely get something on the wall and be doing some shooting and some workouts. And so, at home. Some garage gym reels. Like, you always are doing like CrossFit in the affiliate, which is awesome. Best way to do it, in my opinion. But we got the garage gymmers out there. Give you some Help ideas us with on that. Some artwork ideas. Artwork ideas, message me with them. All right, the big part of our, our podcast is going to be the ask us anything questions. And that's how we're going to have a whole big group conversation, right? It's going to be all just one big happy family about how, how to navigate life and fitness, I feel like. And um, so that's going to be the big part of our uh, podcast. But what I want to let you guys know, I did post the ask me anything questions on Instagram this time because I had already launched my newsletter and in the future, we're not going to do it on IG. There might be every now and then where I put an ask me anything so we can get these short, punchy, like quick questions. But in the future, you guys are going to go to the newsletter and then there's going to be an email called get that fuse news. And that's where you're going to send your questions to, just so we can get some longer form questions and I can have them on my 
iPad or computer to pull up really, really easily, and then we'll answer them from there. But are you ready for these questions? Ready. Blitz, are you ready? Like way too much. Come up here for the Come camera. Here. Come here. Come on. He says no. Come on, you're a star. But I'm super excited for you guys' questions. One, because I know we're going to have a nice, healthy response and flow of responses for you. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because I feel like I'm just like the first feeling slash emotion that comes to my head when it comes to answering a question. I'm just like, blah, stuck on that. And then this guy over here, he's going to give you the whole roundabout story of every single angle you could ever imagine about your stories and it's probably going to go on for way longer and I'm going to have to spend all my time editing this video but it's okay. We want the whole Matt It's McCray called answer. it's called thoughtfulness. You saying I'm not thoughtful? <laughs> That's true. I kind of just jump right to the point and go from there. But I will say this, right before we get into these questions. You guys need to loosen up. Like, there's more to life than just, what is your max snatch? What does your training look like? What does fitness look like? What is this? What, what in the gym? What, what do you eat during the day? Guys, loosen up. I've answered, do I not post enough on social media about all of my training and everything? I will answer those questions this time, but in the future, Let's try, to, let's try to loosen up a little bit, okay? Question one. Scrolling all the way down. How do you apply tighter is lighter to deadlifts? Would you like to kick that us off on that? Well, typically we use tighter is lighter for gymnastics movements. You're totally in the wrong domain. <laughs> because, yeah, you're, we're kind of off on that a little bit. We use that for... How do you control your body weight or make your body feel lighter, right? When you're trying to do a pull-up, if you're dead weight, if you're just flopping all over the place, you're heavier to pull up than if you're tight. So we typically don't use that when it comes to deadlifting or other things. However, being tighter through your midline and spine and bracing hard, maybe on a back squat, taking a big breath, bracing hard, learning how to brace and be tight will make the weight feel lighter. Maybe there's a new tighter and lighter for weightlifting. You should always be tight when you're, when you're just moving weight, whether that be weight or your body weight. But yeah, wrong category. Tighter is lighter goes to gymnastics, okay? But you don't be flopping around when you pick up a, a, a deadlift bar, but 185 is 185. 200 is 200. You got to pick it up off the ground. I mean, yeah, you better yeah. protect In that case, the barbell is already very tight. Like, it's not a floppy barbell. There you go. That was the answer. We made it to the answer. Yes. Thank you. You see why we're going to be successful in all yes. of these questions? So when you're. I'm just over here saying <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and then we eventually get to the right. So when you're answer. on the gymnastics bar, wow. you want to be tight like a barbell. How stiff and tight can you be? This podcast is going to yeah, be good. Wow. Okay. Next. Next question. Ooh, I like this one. Is it worth it, the competing and going to the dark places? If yes, what's the end goal? I mean, that's questions for you. So I'm psycho. I've really come to learn that. And I like anything that is like 
ugly grunt work where it's going to test you up here, all about that. And you, I think many people that are, that are at high level in this sport have said that. It's like you have to be a little bit crazy and you have to like the pain that is going to the dark place and everything. Is it worth it? Yeah, because you go to those really dark places and then you're like, if I can survive that, I can survive lots of things. I, I don't, like, and then, like, I'm so, I'm sure there'll be r really big parts of, like, our conversations and our podcasts. I kind of branch into, like, all the mindset videos we talk about, move mindset of, like, the dark place in the gym is, like, dark places in life too. The better you get at controlling yourself in these pain caves in here, the better you're going to get controlling yourself in the pain cave of life, the ups and downs of life. So in the end, like for what, what I want out of my, my CrossFit career personally is like, yeah, I, I want to be a high level competitive athlete. That's so fun to me. But the bonus of what we do in here is like we train all these people that aren't going to be these high level athletes to be stronger in life. And I want to take that same exact route too. So that's the end goal. Um, in my opinion, the dark place is worth it. You find some really cool, scary things in there about yourself. Crazy. It's crazy. But I will say I played lots of other sports and definitely CrossFit at the highest levels is just going to weed out it at least in the past, the way that it's gone, you just have to have uh, very high tolerance for suffering. It's harder than a lot of other sports. Like you can't get away with just being physically gifted. You have to put in the work and know how to suffer versus I feel like other sports, still tons of people who are like hard workers and train hard and know how to work, you know, push themselves and push their bodies. But there's, there's a percentage of people that make, make it very successful careers in other sports just because they're physically gifted for that sport. But There's always something new to learn, and then it's the challenge of... Nobody who's getting to a certain point, like semifinals and above, is not an extremely hard worker. Right. Right. Oh. And some people are more talented than the others, like physically, but no, everyone's that. an extremely hard I worker. I meant to mention that. Like, I was so proud of myself yesterday. I'm going to set up the scene for you guys. So I know Matt pretty well by now, I think. And he's out there. He goes out every night in our yard and is on this mission to destroy the weeds that have taken over our yard. It's been a rough and year for the lawn. It has been. But he started this thing where he goes out and pulls 10 weeds a night, which turns into more than 10 weeds because you're just like an overachiever or something, right? And it's been working. Like, I, I was, like, kind of laughing at first. Like, you go out and, laughing. like, put his earbuds in and, like, listen to a podcast. And you see him, like, pulling weeds out there. And the front yard is, like, the grass has almost, like, completely covered the front yard again. And then he's out there pulling his weeds. And I went out there last night. And he, go, he starts one of his... Y'all think I do like inspirational talks and like what it, would the correct word be like introspective? Like, yeah, introspective. Like that kind of mindset and like the bigger picture of things. Time and programmed like a robot <laughs> to that. 
Oh, but anyways, lost my train of thought. He's like, starts this conversation of, you know why this is working? And I knew it right from the beginning of what you were going to say. <laughs> You're like, proof of work. <laughs> so this guy, this crazy giant white dude, is like in our front yard pulling weeds every night. And I'm like, he's crazy. And then I knew exactly what you were going to say because I've been working hard out here. The grass is growing. It's true. And it's a little bit every and day. And the whole conversation turned inspirational. Yeah. So if you guys want to know where I get the majority of my mindset training from, look no further. He's crazy. He's crazy. But good yeah. job. On your weed pulling, That's, thanks for saving it, it the It spontaneously yard. comes out on random things where I'll just the be like, the most random things. Doing something and then it's just <laughs> the most epiphany. random things. Oh, back to questions. See, this is what we're talking about. What kind of training do you do in the morning and in the evening? I train a lot, guys. I do a lot of weightlifting, especially right now. I'm going to do a lot of strength training. Keep up with it on IG. I share a ton of it, okay? But I train half of it in the morning. Then I coach somewhat in the evening, and I work my training all around that. If you ask anyone, I'm just constantly moving in here. When I'm not coaching, I'm training. When I'm in vice versa. Maybe, maybe that question was for me. Guys. Oh, sorry. I'm happy sorry. to answer that, even though she doesn't want to. I typically train <laughs> at like 3-ish in the afternoon most days. <laughs> go so detailed. I come out here at 3 p.m. I come out with 3 p.m. I chug a pre-workout. I usually wrestle with Blitz because he wants to play for a while. That's a lot of my warm-up is running around and playing with him and then get something in and then depending on the day, maybe something a little bit into one of the classes or whatever, but if you were wondering my workout schedule, <laughs> that's my normal routine. I'm sorry. That was your question. Someone asked if they could jump in on a Metcon because they live 30 minutes away. You can always come to Bolt. Door is always open, guys. If you're ever in the DFW area, come visit us and Bolt. Blitz will be happy you're here. How do I develop speed for CrossFit? I like that, based on what we did this year. Do we want to reveal that? Just kidding. I already revealed a lot of that on my Instagram. Because I'm an open book. I tell you guys everything. So give me different questions, okay, other than training. Um, no, this season, we incorporated quite a few months, right? A few months of plyometrics, jumping. I suck at jumping. It's translated big time into my lifts. I feel faster. I feel more explosive. And guys, I'm going to send it on over to Math Boy over here to explain how you can develop power, just as much power through jumping and speed and explosiveness, just as if you were like loading yourself with a heavy bar without having yeah. to load yourself with heavy weight, right? Yeah, it, it kind of depends on what your question is. Like, what do you mean by speed? Do you mean running speed? Do you mean power on the machines or being able to be fast on the machines and, or, you know, developing your engine on shorter workouts? Like there's all sorts of ways that question could be tailored to, but, as far as plyometrics are concerned, uh, yeah, we did a lot of that just because I feel like just from her background of uh, being a gymnast, just that fully full expression of jumping or full extension or bounding, um, 
or even like sprinting is different because they're usually like doing that on a bouncy floor. And it's obviously, what is, what's it called? Spring, spring floor. The spring floor, right? So everything um, we do is a lot. And the tumbling changes the, changes the mechanics and some of the different aspects of it. But anyways, we did a lot of that and I feel like it was good and force equals mass times acceleration. So you can get more force production out of plyometrics and link it in the, some, some pretty graphs of it if you want to see it than you can out of like just pulling a heavy deadlift or a heavy barbell off the ground. Um, because your acceleration is so much more, basically. You're just, the mass is just your body with the acceleration of or changing direction of landing and jumping or just jumping up is so much fast, is so much higher uh, than when you're doing a typical barbell lift, even like a clean or a snatch. Fun story is I, if there is one thing I'm so embarrassed or I've gotten better since we've been doing plyometrics in here, I was for the longest time so embarrassed to do broad jumps in here because you would just like <laughs> roast me in front of everyone. And that, I didn't know that, what I was that, doing The wrong. reels you just did of you hitting and, the snatch on your head was like me watching you do broad jumps for a long thank time. Thank you. No, but I was like so insecure about my jumping because you would just roast me. And I'm like over like, I do broad, I did broad jumps for many years in gymnastics and everything. And I'm like, why, why is it that bad? And then I, I mean, I have looked at some old videos and they are pretty bad, but yeah, for the longest time, I'm, I'm still like a little bit traumatized from you when I'm doing my plyometrics. I'm like, I, I, I don't want to look bad. You made me feel You've bad. Gotten good at them. Thank you. Well, that, that's a little note into Rebecca's brain. She'll have something that she struggles with a little bit, and she'll like she'll try to do a, 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 do a billion reps of it, and I have to tell her to stop. And then she'll come like. <laughs> that's how you get calf wrapped though. <laughs> yeah. And then she'll come like stomping into the office and be like, just start get get on the whiteboard and be like things I suck at and like list them all <laughs> out. And then for like a week, it's just like I have to put her in a cage and not let her do that for a. A million reps. There's literally a piece of paper that says things I'm bad at hanging on the yeah. board. One of the, the first one is like jumping in all caps. I like plyometrics to build yeah. up speed, but and it's just, a little bit different for and a lot of your power output. Is. Like working on our power output, doing more send it, doing oh, more sprints, it. doing more short intervals where you are just going to be working things. fast. You're going to get plenty of rest in between, but you're going to work really, really fast. They're the suckiest things. I hate yeah. sprints. Um, okay, short question, and I'm going to leave this short because it's a great question, but it doesn't need much explanation. How do you move from scaled to RX? There's no such thing as scaled in RX. It is for you do the workout how it needs to be done for you. I and to be honest, like, I would say, like, what, 50% of our workouts don't even, we don't even put an RX weight Correct. in there. And people come up and they're like, what's the RX? I'm like, there is no RX. We explain the stimulus. How many reps yes. should you be able to do in a row? How should it feel? Should it feel this way? Should it feel that way? So in how the quickly end, are you working through them? You're basically asking me, how do you get stronger and fitter? You do more fitness. That's how you do it. Yeah. If, and, but I mean, there is no scaled in RX. It, I, I would say 
one, just to, to highlight that point a little bit more, like I can write a workout right now that Justin Medeiros has to scale or pick your favorite CrossFitter. You can write any workout that you have to scale to your ability, ability level. So um, it's being really honest with yourself, where are your weaknesses? And then going to work on those weaknesses. If you're trying to get to do RX gymnastics, but you only do like some of the gymnastics movements in class, or you're not doing them in the way that a coach is maybe explaining to you instead of like, um, you know, building some volume in them instead of just doing chest to bars, but you're doing like half the reps you should do. Um, so I would say be honest with yourself. And sometimes that might be extra strength training to get stronger so you can move a heavier barbell. But. Stop looking at scale than RX. Okay, just do the workout the way it's supposed to be done, regardless of what weight you put on the bar or the movement that you need to do. In your experience, what's the best part of preparing for the games and the worst part of preparing for the games? I like that question because they're the same thing. It's training and it's training. It's games training and it's games training, okay, for best and worst. Best is that it's fun. That's what you ask for when you qualify for the games. That's what you signed up for, and it's so cool that you get to do that training. The worst part is it's insane, and it'll leave you questioning yourself and why you chose this profession, and I basically that's all year is why you choose that. But in the end, that's why you love it is like when you're questioning yourself, you're like, oh, I do love this. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. I would say the coolest thing, at least programming for it and getting an athlete ready for the games is, is the anticipation of the events. And they have a full, you know, they have the Coliseum, they have, uh, what's it called? The outdoor North venue. Park. North Park. They have like, you know, places where you're going to bike. They had the Capitol last year. You have no idea, the, the anticipation of like, man, there's so many different things they can do. That's exciting. That's fun. Wild with it. It's fun to like to prepare for a lot of those things versus when you're preparing for a semifinal, you know, there's only this there's much space. Yeah. They have, there's only certain things they can do. Uh, and I think that's the funnest part mm -hmm. for me is, mm -hmm. is that. Is filet mignon a lean protein source to eat often? Yes. You can definitely eat as much filet mignon, I would feel like. Just about as much as you want. You can always, if you feel like it's a little bit fattier, steak. adjust the other fats that you're I eating. I knew it was steak, but part of me wants to say it was like fish or something. You mean? Like a fish fillet. <laughs> filet mignon. Okay. I'll have the filet mignon, please. Will you do a blog of like married life outside the gym? There is no life outside the gym right now. We're trying, guys. We're trying. We actually, that's the, I guess, we have a, a little bit of more time on our hands right now, unfortunately, for what we had planned this summer. So that's we're going to plan some trips. We, we are putting together our plan for this next coming year. We're also going to thank, be thankful. And I think, you know, when we talk about her, we're kind of, this isn't really part of the question, but her long-term career is like, we don't need to go right back to the grind. You need a little bit of an off season and then we're gonna start a lot of strength training, but take the time to enjoy life and all this fitness we have and go some places and do some stuff that's gonna be fun. But guys, it's been a great year just because like, hey, there's been some big things in our lives, like getting married. The wedding was freaking awesome. We did it right here in Bolt and uh, 
really the reality is is like we don't do much outside of the gym we're here all day and if we do get outside the gym we're at home and probably super exhausted that's what all of our weekends were like we're like if we got a weekend to chill on the couch we definitely took advantage of that but where we're at right now well, our is weekends typically we're start looking, like our weekends typically start when we're like training hard leading up to semifinals or games it's like saturday at like three or four is when our weekends start. Yeah. I mean, we're here basically so, all day on Saturday. Yeah. So it would be like just rest and recover when we finally got home. Uh, but we are looking for beaches for a honeymoon spot since we never got to take a honeymoon. And I did see someone giving us a shout out from Puerto Rico. That was a suggested spot. How are the beaches over there? Are they nice? Are they pretty? Let me know. That might be one of the spots, right? That was definitely a suggestion from some people. But we're going to a beach of some sort. I must hit a beach this year. How much do you train? Guys, deeper questions, please. Hey, they tried. Um, they tried. They, they tried. They, this was like a quick ask. They tried. I got you guys. Things are trying to give them credit for their lack of creativity. Favorite vacation spot? I don't know. We don't take vacations. South Padre. South Padre. I'll see you guys at the Spy Island Games that Cambro's going to host. I'm super excited. You know, in Padre, we just go wheels off. I never edited that vlog, but it's got some solid moments in that of just like... If you want to see, that, that's, that's going to be... That's going to be Eat big. Is that Josephine's? Josephine's. You want to see us just fat ourselves? Best pancakes on the yes. planet. Someone asked pancakes or waffles. If we're talking about Josephine's, it's all pancakes all day. Yep. I don't know about pancakes and waffles, too. Two different categories. This is a serious one. This is a serious one. And I have, this will probably go on, like, this is a serious conversation. Take your time on it. My gym has two classes. One is a regular class for recreational CrossFit, and the other is for competing, more intense class. But I, I get intimidated by it, but want to be in it so badly. My category at the moment might be advanced. How can someone overcome that thought of not being good enough? Can I start this one? Go for it. Stop splitting up your gyms. Stop segregating your gyms. It's wrong and racist. Am I going to get canceled for saying that? Stop segregating the gyms. All you have to do is scale your workout appropriately. And scaling doesn't mean all the way, always lessening the weight. Scaling could be done up. Stop segregating your gyms into dif these different categories. Gosh, it makes me so angry. I love working out next, I did it last night, working out next to all of my folks that have been here for a couple years, been here for lots of years, or been here for one month. Like, I was in here dying yesterday next to those people. So that makes me a little bit angry that you feel like you're less of an athlete than those guys. Grant Dunn, you want to take the mic um, No. so I stop yelling? Here, here's thoughtfulness coming. As a, as a business owner, and I don't know what's going on and why you choose, and like, I'm not going to judge you for like having two ty different types of classes. If that's what works for you guys or what you choose, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's just your gym. It's your choice. It's how you do things. 
Um, I will say, a lot of times when I see that happening, I see this kind of feeling happen of... You're not good enough. There's the cool kids okay. group, and here's the, the other people group. And that can kind of uh, lead to maybe some people feeling like this. Uh, but I will say, like, you know, it is very hard. Like, we program very challenging. If you had the kind of the old school where they did, like, performance and then every day or, you know, I know people break it up into, we program, like, for performance. We program for, like, I always said, I want this to be a gym I would train at. So we program here and we scale all the way down as needed. And that takes, that takes, that is very challenging as a coaching. It's challenging for our coaching staff. I put a lot of pressure on them to run the classes uh, and they do a great job. Um, so that, that, that can be a challenge and, you know, I don't know why. The reasoning behind doing all that, and I understand it to some degree as a business owner and you're trying to serve everyone the best you can. To that individual person, I would say the way we tell this to everyone who comes in here who's new and then I've only had to do it with a few athletes, but most athletes come in and they fit right into the culture. But what we value here is effort. I don't care if you can do a 350-pound snatch. I don't care. I care about your effort and how you treat other people. So, you know, if you're going to go in there and you're going to put in effort, I can tell you right now, we have some people on Saturdays during open gym do extra stuff. If, if you're a member at our gym and you ever wanted to jump in with some of those guys, we will welcome, or they will, or our group would welcome you wholeheartedly if you're going to come in and put in the effort. Like, we would, they would, people would be excited to see you come in and, like, try some of that stuff or put in the effort to some of that stuff. So um, that's what I would say. And if, if you're still a little bit, then just go impress them with your effort. And, yeah. and if they're not, if they don't want, if that's an issue or they don't recognize that, then you don't want to train with those people anyways. For real. Okay. So, Thank you for there you taking go. the mic because I've calmed down a little bit and I want to answer this person directly because they deserve it. We always talk about it. He hit it right on the money. It's all about your effort. That's what we see as coaches. It's not whether you can do a toes to bar or whether you can't do a toes to bar or any of those skills and everything. Own that effort and own who you are. If you fail, if you trip and fall on your face, fine, get back up own that attempt and then when you do that and you you eventually not trip and fall and get the skill and own it, you can be so so proud of yourself but it is going to take that first initial leap or step onto that side of the line of i want to be in this group of like or hold myself to this level of competitiveness or just that elite level just start visualizing you in that group and then take that first step and it's all about how you carry yourself okay there's no like it's all about your effort there's no this skill that skill carry yourself in that elite competitive way they, and you're, they, you're they put on their pants one leg at a time too yeah, right? they're just people and last thing i'll say on effort because i think it's really important is effort is not your performance or your score i don't mean like did you it's how hard you tried or how how much you faced down something that's difficult for you that might mean you're still scaling the run to like 100 meters at a time but your your coach will know and your coach will be very proud if they're a good coach and recognize the effort you put in when you do those things and stretch yourself 
and it doesn't have to look the same way as everyone else's workout looks. You can do so. it. You can do it. Go step across that line. What's our favorite place to go on a date? <laughs> we don't go out. CrossFit Bolt. <laughs> we don't go out. Um, no, we... My favorite adventures with you are always when we're just walking around in nature. We're outdoorsy people. And like that's some of my favorite memories of just like hiking the mountain with, with the fam or walking around in Key West and just being outside. And yeah. Or even I like when like. we walked around Fort Worth. We yeah. went over there for a day and just yeah. walked around and didn't we have, didn't a, even go didn't have a plan or set agenda. Yeah, um, we I just love have that. fun doing that. I love that. We're not big, like, we could get into it. I mean, we just don't go out to, like, restaurants or anything. I, 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 do, wanna, I do want to, like, just be unapologetically and unnecessarily bougie one night and just, like, you put on the tux that you wore oh, for the yeah. wedding. I'll get like a toddler size ball down and then we'll go to a restaurant. We're both introverts. So when we get time away from people, it's kind of like nice to be like, we can even be in the same space and be like kind of together, but doing our own thing and recharging. Rapid fire these few questions. How do you lift all the time? You lift a barbell. Why do you wear two different colored shoes? Because I can. At what age did you start CrossFit training? 13. There's my Puerto Rico fan. Hello. How do you master the cat eye eyeliner? I think that's for you. You do it yeah, a I lot. It. I've been owning this, this cat eye eyeliner for way too long, and I've done a, a lot of times. But, oh, I get lots of questions about my makeup all the time. Also, why do I wear makeup? Because... I can. You can do whatever you want in this crazy world. And believe it or not, all of my makeup products are cheap drugstore makeup products. So everybody's always asking what they are and how they stay on. You don't need anything too fancy. Where do you see yourself in five years as an athlete? I'm still going to be competing, I think. I think that's where we're going to be in our prime in five years. That's going to be really cool. I hope to see the sport grow by that time, like in a sense of organization, because I want to compete in it for as long as possible. I know it, it's got a lot of um, growing to do, but I still want to be competing, and I want to be, that's probably, I think, at that age, which I'll be 28, late 20s, up until around 30. I'll probably be at my strongest self. So I'm excited for those days. What do you think? I mean, I think you'll be wherever you want to be. Well, that's true dad. I believe in you. True so, dad, because um, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. But yeah, I think I agree. I think uh, the time it takes to build strength and, and kind of where you started your strength conditioning and just who you are as an athlete, like you'll continue to get stronger and stronger over the next five years so yeah you can do whatever you want i don't know what i'm gonna, I, i'm gonna live day by day right now we're doing this podcast i'm having a good time doing it and i think blitz is having a good time doing it he's just chilling back here and the last question oh and then we'll go actually two more questions one there's like way too many questions about my elbow and if i had a, a penny for every time i 
had this question asked. I'd be filthy rich. It's every single day someone asks me. Um, long story short, my elbow is jacked and looks like a crescent moon. Okay, do you see that? So it needs extra love and care to be able to lift that heavy. Okay, old gymnastics injuries too. What is the hardest workout you've ever done? It's a hard question. Define hard. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, we've done plenty of hard workouts. It just kind of depends on like your mental state. Like some yeah, that, and I feel like your training age too. Like because the hardest one was probably earlier on in your when you started CrossFit for most of us, just because you weren't mentally prepared for it and you had to struggle through it. Maybe. Um, I mean, one of the hard ones I did last year, games training, was one of the first. No, oh, one of the first ones we did leading up to the game. Actually, no, it wasn't the first one because they were just announcing that there was a route to run. It was when we did that two-and-a-half-mile run into the sandbags up and over. Remember with the heavy yoke going oh, back yeah. and forth? It's on one of our vlogs. And it was kind of like I was in this mindset of the games are about to wreck me. And it was kind of like I was in that stage of like the mental battle of am I ready for this? And I'm kind of scared going into the games. And then that one I wanted to like prove something. Like, And I was like pushing that first two-and-a-half-mile run. And I crashed like when we got in here, and I was like gonna puke on myself. Hey, stop. Thanks, buddy. But yeah, that one I remember being mentally hard. I think it, it depends on where your mental state is. And like, obviously, hey. we have some hard hero workouts and everything that we've done before. But it's probably some class workout. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably the hardest that I've ever done. Look at that booty shake. Hey, booty shake. I would say the the hero workout we do on Fourth of July it was like a hero workout That's I wrote for one of our members who uh, was a Marine Corps vet and it was for his buddy. Is every year when that one rolls around, I forget how terrible it is until I'm in like halfway through round two and I'm just like, this is just a horrendous hero workout. Three rounds <clears throat> for time. Nineteen thrusters at ninety-five, sixty-five. 43 burpees, 19 chest of bar pull-ups, 45 kettlebell swings at 53.35. Yeah. Not heavy, right? No, it's 53.35. Yeah. And then 125 meter heavy carry. Yes. That's the workout. That you want to have fun with the hero workout, put that one on, on, next, on the list for your next hero workout. That's a good one. And yeah, you'll be doing burpees and kettlebell swings for a long time. It'll, it'll get you questioning yourself on that one. All right. I think that's a good way to cap it off. There's your workout. We should end each podcast with, like, favorite workout of the week or just give yeah. out one of the workouts. We'll put it up somewhere I, I like in there. That. I like that. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. First podcast in the books. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I had a lot of fun doing it. So I think we it's going to bring up some even bigger conversations. And, Remember, loosen up with the questions. We'll loosen up with you guys and get better as we go. But I'm excited to keep this thing rolling and let you guys know, know more about us and how we go about and the Bolt. craziness. And Bolt. Maybe we'll have guests on every now and then. Oh, I don't yeah, know. totally. We'll get Gerard on here Yeah, next. we'll get some other people on. Because I want to know like more about what happens in the back of all of his photography and media 
I'm sure that's another crazy world that we don't get to see. All right. That's a wrap. We'll see you guys later. Later, guys. Peace out. See ya.